Gunslinger whispered to this hero exactly how to hurt angels, then gave him his bowie knife. Cut their wings were the only words he needed to speak. Good evening, and welcome to the Malbulge. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I am your co-host, John Fisher. And I am your co-host, David Williams. And, uh, Johnny, it is the day after 420, and Method Man's Ooh. CD is still very good for Method Man CD. I good. Lo- I love Method Man, we just- but he's much better in a group than by himself. He gets a little... Samey, samey after a while. Don't come after me, Method Man, please. Weed is still very good, in moderation, like all things. I discovered a stoner metal band called... They were playing at the shop last night when I went downstairs, and they were like, hey, come hit this joint. You know, when you live in the city, you have, like, shops below you and your friends. Yeah. And they were like, hey, come here, hit this joint. And they were listening to, God, what was it called? Sleep or something like that? It was like a one word. Yeah. um, It wasn't sleep. It was probably sleep. Sleep is classic. Is there one called Sleep? Metal. Yes, that is. Uh, they have. Uh, yes. Is, was it? Is it the one that's in Gummo? Okay. It, the song. Well, like, the song's in Gummo. So yeah, it was definitely Sleep. It was definitely Sleep. If I thought of that, then I was. That, that's what it is. I wonder if they were listening to all of Holy Mountain, which is their first, their first album, where all of the songs are just turned into one track, and it's like an hour and twenty minutes long. It's great. That's exactly what they were listening to because he was there. Said we have a, it's an hour and twenty minute song, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Fuck yeah, I love sleep." No, it was awesome. The part, I, the parts I heard. Hell yeah! Congratulations! Welcome to the world of Stoner Metal, Johnny. It's some good. I, I'm shit. excited. I'm excited to get into it. Man, you gotta you gotta listen to some sleep. You gotta listen to some some uh, some Caius. Anything by Josh Holm from Queens of the Stone Age. That'll get you there. Okay. That'll get you there. Sweet. Yeah. Next, next thing you yeah, we smoked many a necro cigarettes <laughs> yesterday. Nice. Next thing you know, I'll be getting you into the the forty year reign of King Buzzo and the Melvins, um, and there'll be no turning back. I like the name. King Buzzo's crazy. He's this big dude with a big old giant gray afro, <laughs> and he's he's been living the rock star life since like the mid eighties. Uh, it's, it's pretty great. Doing stoner metal. Yeah. Technically sludge, but you know, stoner, stoner, and sludge share a lot of uh, sludge. DNA. Huh? There's sludge. A, there's a, there's yes. a genre called sludge. There's a genre called sludge. Interesting. It gave birth to doom and doom subgenres of uh, funeral doom and death doom and all that good stuff. Uh, ambient doom. <laughs> we got, we got to, we got to get off this conversation, Johnny. I'm going to be here for like three weeks trying to explain, you know. Uh, Conspiracy-like the intersection of all of the sub genres of metal. Well, I think all of them are a fine soundtrack to the various sub genres of Spawn. Oh yes, most definitely. Uh, and today we're covering two sub genres or sub. Well, they're not sub issues. They're not sub series, but they're uh, they're not main Spawn. They're side series, but they're they're their own main event in a way. 
Not King Buzzo, <laughs> but King Spawn. King Spawn. King Buzzo Spawn. We got King Spawn number seven mm-hmm. and Gunslinger Spawn 17. Woo-hoo, we're on that 717 um, again. King Spawn's kind of the 717. Yeah. Wait, what happens if you add them together? You get 15. Uh, one, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Wait, actually, give me a second. I don't think that's right. No, that's right, because 7 plus 7 is 14. 7, <laughs> 1, 7. What could it mean? What could it mean? Uh, it that reminds be... me of Lost, because there was a... There's the numbers on Lost, which were like famous 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. And then 108 is the sum of them. And there are many reference. There's a lot of 108 stuff as well. I was, I was literally going to make a uh, it's a, a lesser version of a commercial aircraft joke. And it fits perfectly with Lost, because as we all know, Lost begins with a plane going down. Oh, it does. It does. Yeah. Indeed, it does. That's, that's literally all I know about Lost. <laughs> Besides the fact Dude, that I watched Speed of Loss, <laughs> I watched the first episode of Mrs. Davis. That show is wild. Nice. Uh, Wanda. I think, I think Wanda's excited it. to watch it. She was like, We're going to watch that, right? And I was like, Hell yeah, we are. And she says, Yes. <laughs> nun versus AI. It is, it's wild, though. It's way, I thought it was like a nun at a school. It's way more like sci fi and like different than I thought it was. Nice. I was, I was wondering I assumed if it was you, like a regular world nun. I was wondering if you were gonna watch it since it was a Damon Lindelof. Of course. Of course. I was, I was, I was literally sitting there talking to Wanda and I was like, oh, hey, that's one of the producers of Lost. Oh, I wonder if John is gonna watch it. And then she just rolled her eyes because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's like, we're watching TV now. You think about me, not Johnny, me. <laughs> I mean, he has created like three of my favorite television shows, which is Lost, Leftovers, and Watchmen. So, um, Watchmen was so probably gonna good. like this one. Did you? Uh, did you go on a? I need to rewatch Watchmen. You should have gone on a Watchmen uh, site tour while you were in Tulsa again. Be like, that was in the show. Yeah, Watchmen tour in Tulsa. That was in the show. It could be a Watchmen slash Tulsa King yeah. crossover. Real cool. You could take him to the airport where immediately upon stepping outside, he gets a bug in his face. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my dad that like Watchmen, what Watchmen was and that it took place in Tulsa. Uh-huh. And I just completely confused him. I mean, he has no touchstone. I was like, it's a sequel to an old comic book, but it's not a comic book. It's not based on a comic book. It's its own thing. And he was just like, He's like, why does it take place in Tulsa? <laughs> like, well, if you remember, way back in 1908, um, yeah, or 19-something, something really bad happened in Tulsa. Yeah. And that was such a brilliant jumping off point for him. Like, I, it was, what an interesting idea for a Watchmen sequel. Yeah, it was real. Because. Real interesting. At the time of Watchmen, it was the fear of the other, of the Russian. Mm-hmm. And then now, America is afraid or angry at itself yeah i feel like and it was good to uh that he made that a part of the show yeah i thought yeah it was really well done really well done what it was you... also weirdly prophetic because like oh masks the, and the stuff. mass yeah. Think, yeah the mass like right before the mass thing started i think it ended like december november of ni- 2019 i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. And then, like, the pandemic happened. I'm like, we're in Watchmen now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, Only a lot less fun. What did your dad think when you got around to explaining Lube Man? <laughs> Didn't get there. Probably for the best, because, you know, if, if you don't experience Lube Man the way he was intended, um, in media lube, uh, but it, he's <laughs> it's kind of like a it's barrier just confusing. to confusing. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like I had the, the talk with my dad, like he did me when I was a kid, but I'm like, Dad, I gotta tell you about Lube Man. Just take a seat, Dad. Oh, I have the <laughs> cat Steven starts playing. <laughs> I have some friends who were trying to because uh, they, they recently auctioned off a lot of the props from that show. Um so they, they auctioned off like the car and Lube Man's suit. And my friends were like, we gotta get Lube Man's suit, you guys. <laughs> and the one of them lives in Tulsa. You just slide around town in it? One of them lives in Tulsa and was like, I could find that gutter that he slides into to run away from Sister Mercy. <laughs> he, would probably, he would probably get stuck, though, and then it would be an embarrassment. But he would try. It would be great. Well, we don't want to get stuck talking about Lube and Watchmen. So it's time to move on to the spot. Let's slick ourselves up and dive into these issues, Johnny. Oh, yeah. So our first classic issue uh we're on a new arc for king spawn because they tend to do kind of six issue arcs or you know pods i guess you could say of storytelling even though they're all connected yeah. it seems like there's one thing that's more important per pod and this is kind of the court of priests uh black Azrael mm-hmm. uh section yeah this is this is because we we just we just wrapped up the the jason win sort of the return of jason win and how he's Messing and Alex and like, again. Yeah. And now it's like the powers beyond Jason Wynn who employed him. So we're we're taking a Yeah, he was just the banker. Yeah. He's not the king. Or he's not the leader. Yeah. And they're kind of going into that. There's a lot of fun Raven spawn stuff in this section, if I remember correctly. Yes, indeed. Um if if I but may I don't think if, it comes until next issue. If I may, Johnny, the cabal is fully operational. <laughs> it's a trap! Indeed they are. <laughs> Don't do it. It is a trap. The God Throne's a trap. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it, Spawny. So this is all the way back in the far off land of February 2022. Mm. So a little over a year ago, as of this record. Yes. Um What uh what cover do you have there, David? I have cover number B. Cover number B. Co- cover, cover number B. Cover B. And it is uh the Javi Fernandez cover. And it's got uh King Spawn and all his his Cheney glory, standing kaiju style in the middle of New York City, uh, just glaring kaiju down. Kaiju Spawn, Kaiju <laughs> Spawn, glaring down at all that he uh, he reigns over. And uh, in typical Javi Fernandez fashion, it is wonderful. He would be a level five threat level kaiju. Yeah, he he's he's the kind of kaiju off that, the Pacific Rim scale that they would have to hope that Godzilla's on their side this time, so that way <laughs> they know they have a protector. But I guess that's only if Spawn then starts attacking the Earth, because Godzilla's the protector of Earth, right? And that's how. Yeah, he would be the protector. Or well, I was thinking, I was thinking like Pacific Rim. Yeah, and like you get like Cherno Alpha in there. Or, <laughs> uh, can I say Gypsy Danger? Probably not. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was the name of the robot. It's a proper noun, but I don't know. You said it once. Let's let's leave it at once. <laughs> let's leave it at once. It and there was a question. It wasn't me saying it with confidence. It was me asking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was. You get you get a big giant kaiju spawn. He's just like lording over New York City, man. And like his feet, kind of like melt into like a river of blood yeah it's like, the, like, ter- the, like streets the streets are, are like rivers of blood it's like new york as venice but with blood instead of water <laughs> ah venice. <laughs> not too far from the truth oh i was about to say his pouches have to be like three stories tall at least on his thigh there 
<laughs> Imagine what yeah, you could he store could, in he those. He has a car in each pouch. <laughs> oh my god, you could just store so much. No, I love this cover. Love the chains. You get some good chain, like right off the bat in this issue, actually. Now, I've got the A cover, which is by Bjorn Barons, of course. I should have just known without looking. I was about to say it, but I had to check. Yeah, Bjorn Barons. You got Raven Spawn looking downright fucking evil, badass, like just sitting there with a scythe. Yeah, he's and just he's got on one end of the chain scythe. He's got like a dude hanging that's getting his eye plucked out by a raven. Yeah, he's got he's and got, got another raven dude. that's like eating a brain. <laughs> oh man, and you got some just like hanging out. There are scythes hanging from the from the heavens, and they're just like hanging on them like perches. Oh no, wait, that's a hand. Shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a hand. There's a foot. A leg. It's just body parts. Oh man, man. Raven Spawn is a badass motherfucker. He's scary. Man, if they... I like that one raven's just, like, very curiously looking at the brain. It's, it's like, like oh, mm, I wonder if I should eat this. He's like, am I actually hungry or am I just bored? Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> a question I ask myself all the time. Oh, way too many times for my <laughs> for me to feel comfortable about this conversation anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, I can only imagine the uh, HBO King Spawn television show uh, the episode where Raven Spawn first comes into the to the picture has got to be just like like a mid season break. No, it's got to be a mid season break. So that way, like you see this fucking badass just saunter in, and it's like, what the fuck is that? And then you don't get any more episodes for like two more months, and it's like, but take me back to the spooky guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, the art of the lost cliffhanger, the mid-season cliffhanger. I always love that. Yeah. Well, well, now kind of a lost art. Now it's not so much a cliffhanger to keep us on, but it's like, why is there not an episode this week? Damn it. Well, now it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mid-season cliffhanger for fucking everything because this writer strikes looming. Oh, I didn't. I haven't heard about that, but. I mean, oh yeah, there's a uh, first time since 2007. There's a writer strike looming, which they rightfully should strike because they're not getting any kind of residuals from all this. Yeah, well, they're getting really bad residuals for all this streaming stuff. Yeah, I'm... and it's funny because the 2007 fight was for DVD rights. Yeah, I mean, and this is the fight for streaming. The song, the song remains the same, Johnny. The song remains the same. Indeed. Also in DVD news this week, did you hear that Netflix is stopping DVDs? I did. I did. I uh, I actually was a, a huge proponent of continuing to get Netflix DVDs until about mid-pandemic when I ran out of time to watch them. But the catalog that they had on DVD yeah. was fucking incredible. But because like they didn't have to fight for streaming rights, and it's really sad to see right. them go. Because Redbox, while reasonably okay, has it's like you got a lot of filler. It's like the it's Blockbuster versus the 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 video rental booth at the grocery store. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean that's what Redbox is. It's like has replaced that tiny little room off to the side of the grocery store. Those are always interesting that's places. That's where I rented the shadow for the first time. It was Albertsons in my hometown. I feel like those always had like see they seemed seedier and they had like more horror movies. They said like more seedy stuff. At yeah, the, uh, they had they had less grocery store. They had the they didn't have so much blockbusters. It's kind of like just the smaller the smaller things that nobody else cared. It was the off the off casts basically cast offs cast offs. Uh, I do have memories of like definitely my mom checking out at Albertsons in Tulsa. And me just being like, I'm going to look at the videos. And that's when I would like look at all the horror ones I didn't want her to know I was looking at. And I'd just look at the covers. And they had those like orange or green stickers or red stickers that said horror on it. Like those little round stickers. Johnny, 
We did the exact same thing as children. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it was either that or the magazines or both. Yeah, it's you gotta you gotta ask your mom if you can look at the videos as soon as the as soon as you're done putting all the items on the the conveyor belt, so you have the most time to look at the things you know you're not supposed to look at before your mom comes over. <laughs> Yeah, and just look at the horror movies and be like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> you had to, you had to, I had to adjust my tactic if my sister was with us because because I, I know my sister wouldn't rat me out for looking at the things I shouldn't look at, but I know that she would then have it as ammunition, and I didn't, want, I didn't need to give her that because I, <laughs> it was already a pretty easy target to begin with. <laughs> right. My brother was pretty, we were on the same level on that of like, we're going to look at bad stuff. Yeah. At least for that, at least for like looking at Blockbuster, there was always the trek down the horror aisle, which was always terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, the covers of Block, like just like walking down the horror aisle of Blockbuster would like freak me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I. Much like the the Dead Alive cover is yes. something I do not know the world with. I mean, I literally don't know the world without Dead Alive, but. It's just, it was always a tape that was always there, and it was always like, ah, ah, and then when I finally got around to watching it, I watched it, you know, online instead of on physical version, so I didn't have the tape, and then when I finished it, I did some Googling, and I was like, oh, holy shit, that's a thing that I've been seeing my whole life. <laughs> Same with Evil Dead 2 with the eyeball skull. Yeah. Anything skull with an eyeball, I guess, got me. Yeah. That's a classic fucking... You still got, you still have that t-shirt, no, Evil Johnny? Dead 2 one freaked me out. Do you still have that t-shirt? It is pulverized. Oh, no. It's, oh, I wore it so much. Oh, man. R.I.P. Evil Dead t-shirt. Equally as scary as walking down the blockbuster film aisle is uh, the nightmare imagery of King Spawn that we get this issue. Yeah. And, of course, as always, written by Sean Lewis with Tom DeFarler doing additional edits yeah. this time. Yeah. Um, that's a... Just some edits. It's a particular one. I bet because it deals with Wanda's backstory and like her death, he kind of pruned that a little bit. So he'd probably be a little bit protective of that, I imagine. Yeah. And he mentions in the spawning grounds that there were discussions on how best to execute this. Because it's a big uh, it's a big reveal uh, if you've been following. Because originally up till now, God said that it was just a random act. And uh, it wasn't. Yeah. God lied. How dare she? But what doesn't lie is that the art is amazing. We got Javi Fernandez and Thomas Notchlick in here as well. We get both. That's a that's a powerful team right there. I don't even I couldn't even figure out where the switchover was. Okay, there it is. It's the very end. He does the Thomas Notchlick does the green world. Uh, then we have colors by FCO Placentia, lettering by And World Design, and we've already mentioned our cover artist. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Todd Father and Thomas Healy as creative director and EIC, editor-in-chief, he, coming in there and cleaning her up. He's, he chiefly edits. Chiefly edits. Was he in a chiefly-looking lobster tail uh, this weekend? I was yeah, like, I know. Damn, that looks good. That's, that's why we got to be friends with him, Johnny. So he'll buy us food. He eats good. He does Satan shit and eats good food, it seems like. Yeah. Seems like a great hang. So previously in King Spawn... The battle with Disruptor comes to a grisly end. But was this the plan all along? 
Who are the Court of Priests? And what is the God Throne? I always love it when like a, either Star Wars or something like this has something in all caps. <laughs> yeah, it's it says the fun. dreaded Death Star. Yeah. The Court of Priests. Oh, man. It, Our, I like, uh, I'm very excited about getting to, to, to meet this Court of Priests, Johnny, because if we know anything about me, it's that we love a secret cabal of uh, major players that live in the tops of buildings. <laughs> live at the top of buildings. They're called a court. That's all. That's what David's all about. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to live on like the hundred and twentieth floor <laughs> and control somebody else's life from there. That's all I want to do, Johnny. Is that too much to ask? Um, I mean, in America, no. A lot of people do that. <laughs> a lot of people live in high buildings and control people's lives. So yeah, you could do it one day. I just want to. You work in a high building. Um, I want to be Tom Hiddleston. And high rise, but before the breakdown of the society that leads to the high rise being his safe house, if that okay. makes any sense. I never saw that, but I know oh. the premise. Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't want worth a watch. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, it doesn't sound like. It. I don't think so. <laughs> um, okay. There's some. There's some well, cool shots, but um, it's a premise done better elsewhere. It's a little. It's a little on the nose for for what it is. If you're gonna if you're gonna watch a movie about the lower levels uh leading an uprising in a hierarchical building that mirrors both economic socioeconomic status, uh just watch Dread. <laughs> right. I was wondering, Dread or the Raid? Oh man, the Raid is good, but the eh, the Raid is less of a socioeconomic. It doesn't have any kind of commentary. Yeah, it doesn't really. It just it reminds me of Dread because it's like fighting through a building. Oh man, the raid is great though if you want to just strap in for like 56 minutes of pure adrenaline. Oh man, like you you literally it's, have it's to... It's so funny that those guys show up in The Force Awakens that immediately get eaten by a Raptor. <laughs> they don't even fight. Oh man. It's like, oh, it's the guys from the raid. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And then they get eaten. Oh, I, I feel, I, I felt the, when I watched it, I felt like I should have been sitting in one of those sports car seats with like the the harness seat belt so that way I didn't fall off the couch. It was the raid is incredible. If you haven't seen the raid or dread, y'all, go watch both of them right now. Excellent films both. And then you then you want to fight your way through a building. Yeah. <laughs> Spawn is fighting his way through the alleys though. Oh yeah, he's um he's doing like a spider impression where instead of silking himself down to the bottom there, he he lowers himself via chains. Well, it's been cool because I've been rewatching the HBO show, just like popping it on. Yeah, and I love like how his chains like hiss in that. Yeah, like hiss, like when they start moving around, they're really scary. Yeah, in that. Like, this kind of reminds me of that. Oh man, Johnny, we forget that Spawn is Spawn is scary as heck. He's a scary He's a dude. Scary dude. But so yeah, Terry and Spawn just uh just shadow blasted back from Botswana. Um. And Terry's, Terry's just blasting dudes in the face left and right here, man. Spawn's got chains, he's got electricity, he's got like necroelectricity going on. It's all kinds of stuff. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's like raining. It's great. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. So they're going after the people behind Jason Wynn. Mm -hmm. And the Exodus Foundation is the bank that runs Psalms 137. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're they're kicking these guys' ass. Oh man, and Spawn's shooting out some kind of... It looks like... Oh, it looks like he's turning their bullets around and shooting them back at him. Back at them. 
No, that's what he's doing. Yeah, no, he's like sucking him out of his own body. Yeah. Look, they go they go through him completely, and then he like sucks him back in and then shoots him out of his Oh man, that's badass. That's uh I didn't realize when I was watch reading this last night that that's what happened. Oh, that is so cool. It's like when you're a little kid and you you're in the shower and you make the water come off your fingertips and you're like, ha, I have powers. It's like that only he's actually doing something. Yeah. No, I love that. He like swoop, sucks the bullets back up yeah. and shoots them at his hands. Pretty cool. It's a grisly detail. It's so great. Wynn had talked about bringing Wanda back is kind of what the narration's saying. Mm-hmm. But it sounded like she was already back. Yeah. It's, it's a, a little bit of Spawn thinking uh, that Wynn doth protest too much. And this is where you first noticed that Psalms has marked out 137 mm-hmm. and with an 11. Yeah, the, this little patch, it looks like they gave a marker to uh, to the, the fucking Joker and just let him write 11 on it. Because it's, it's a lot like the ha-has always are. Yeah, just kind of all over the place. It's crazy. Um, and then, yeah, Spawn's leading over this dude that he literally shot this dude's brains out. Look at, there's goop on the ground? Brain goop. Yeah, the the, the Thomas Notchlick, like, gore is always uh, so good. Like, if you, if you go down to, like, the, 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 I think the bottom panel of the previous page, just that gore of the brain coming out this is so is cool. the This is the hobby, isn't it? What did I say? You said, Nat, you said Thomas. You said the other guy, Johnny. Okay. This, Sorry, uh, the Javi Fernandez gore is so good. Like, it's so, like, chunky always, and, like, it's just Yeah, great. The, the way I was thinking about it last night is, so I, I love both Javi and Thomas. I think I love Javi more than, than Thomas. Nothing against Thomas. But uh, the, the way I think He's about it... He's the OG it for this is, book, you know? Um, Javi's, Javi's stuff is rounder, where, whereas Thomas's has more of an edge. And just yeah the texture that that roundness gives all of the goop and the gore it's just like i can feel it it's and it's it's great it just adds that extra dimension of <laughs> to to it and oh yeah oh it's like i was like little bubbles almost yeah, of like yeah, brain like it's, it's the things that like i know that if my mom saw me reading this she would be like what is that garbage and that's and it's like, well, that's that's why I want to read it, is because you're gonna think it's garbage, and it's ah, it's it's gross and it's delicious and it's wonderful. Uh, so Terry and Spawn are having a conversation. Man, this is a this is a rough conversation. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? It's like, hey, you want to bring back? Uh, she's actually my dead wife, <laughs> but uh, mm. and oh man, Spawn is just being a jerk to Terry. I mean, we get a we get a reason why he's doing it, but and it's just like oh man oh man yeah you don't like to see him fight. But as as we we see uh, when Terry starts freaking out and punching the wall, that uh that you know Spawn and Terry have worked together a lot, and uh, Terry Terry breaks codes. He's he's a he's a code breaker as part of his his stuff, and you know Al learned a long time ago that. Uh, Terry is much better at his job when he is pissed off. I love how he figures it. It's like a, I love these, like, this is like a video game puzzle. Yeah. Or like a movie puzzle. You know what I mean? Like, whenever they're in a movie, they have to solve a puzzle. It's always, like, not really a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love that he figures it out by he's punching the wall. His fist makes, like, a minus, and he turns it into a plus. <laughs> Eleven. It's the sum. It's what the numbers of Psalm 137 add up to. Then we get another one of these, like, Twitter Discord pages. Yeah, we got... That's cool. Stinker Believer 23 here being a a troll, as they are rightly called out as. 
the 11th hour. I like how when somebody asks what that even means, he, he just doubles down on saying 11th hour. <laughs> <laughs> Rico Nasty wants to know. Yeah. Bunch of assholes saying Psalms. Is Dark Queen, is that, is that, um, is that Wanda? Wanda's on there? Yeah. <laughs> That's where Wanda's soul is saved before, uh, <laughs> that's her hell is she has to be stuck in the internet <laughs> which level of hell would she that exist in a discord <laughs> oh that'd be the deep 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 level of hell oh man you'd, that's for the only the truly evil people go you'd be you'd be praying for those psychic guy shrimp basically this guy just screams 11 hour at every 11th hour at everybody yeah. hashtag 11th hour yeah, <laughs> trying to get everybody at the at the rally at the exodus building where they're gonna do some um what's what's the very word heavy phrase uh creative historical reenactment no anachronistic his bah, there's there's some fancy way of saying historical cosplay uh so they're gonna historical cosplay at the exodus building the events of uh March eleventh um as we will learn a big day a big day. And in biblical terms, 11 denotes the number of chaos. Chaos. Mm-hmm. 11 priests working at Spawn, hiding in the shadows. Some still in the shadows. And then you get David's favorite part. They're on a building. They're, on a, they're in a building, up on an upper floor, just hanging out, <laughs> looking out the window. <laughs> looking at their protests. They got Ab and Zab. You got Godsend, uh, the comedian. And uh, you get a hooded. We got tremor. A, we got a hooded figure. We got a a dude who looks like Vladimir Lenin. Just yeah. Well, I was wondering who that guy is, but well, I don't know. Well, I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to care for much longer, do we? Oh, it's Win, isn't it? No, it's it's Mammon. He literally calls him. Oh, it's Mammon, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I like, Sorry. He he tries to call this hooded dude out for theatrics, and the hooded dude is like theatrics. Um, and then it has a little bitty, a little, a little bitty meltdown that his, his operatic, his operatic attempts to capture Spawn have been questioned. <laughs> he, he does have theatrics and that's what makes it great. And we learned that this dude's name is Mammon and then he gets beat up. And then we learned that the dude in the cloak who's beaten Mammon up is Black Azrael. And Mammon can turn into a lizard man. Yeah, lizard man. Look at him there. But so we got... It's kind of like the, the, the creature for the Black Lagoon. Yeah. But Black Asriel, who, as we remember, is a crazy one-winged ali- er, alien. Angel. <laughs> He's a one-winged alien. He's Sephiroth, baby. A one-winged angel. <laughs> and he, man, it's uh, too bad you don't know that song. You would love singing that. Yeah, probably. I would. So there's a Final Fantasy song called One-Winged Angel. Okay. And it literally, it goes, Sephiroth. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Sephiroth. Oh, man. So, I, would, I would sing that all the time. All the well, you're going to get a chance to sing one of your favorites here in a bit. Oh, am I? If you, if you recall. Oh. Um, I do recall. Um, the, one I'm, the one I'm thinking of is in the next issue, though. Um, it's in the next. I mean, here, oh, oh, yeah, the next uh, issue. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. The, the, we're talking about we're talking about the same thing. Uh, yep, I, I I can't see that word without thinking <laughs> of you singing it now. So mission accomplished. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, so Asriel just takes Mammon and slams him down on this 
the the throne, the god throne that they built. For the god throne. Long, and like he immediately just gets souls trying to like leave through his body. Oh, that's painful. Look at that. He's 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 got that. It's Freddy like Kruger, the um, Freddy Krueger action where he's got all the souls. Exactly the Freddy Krueger chest that used to freak me out so much. Yeah, from the. Also, it's funny because it's like it's like the. God, what movie was that? It was one of the Fast and the Furious. I think maybe Fast and the Furious 2. They're torturing a guy, so they put a pot on his stomach, and they start heating it up. Oh, yeah. And there's rats the rat. inside, so the rats are going to chew through him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Fast and the Fur- too Fast, Too Furious. Maybe I'm mixing them oh, up. Oh, man. Do, well, I mean, it's impossible. I think it's been used in a couple of movies. Yeah, it's been used in a few of them. Um, I think there was maybe a, a Vietnam movie that had it that way, too. Oh, there was, wasn't it? There might have been Platoon. I mean, all the all the Vietnam movies kind of run together too. So, <laughs> yeah, they're not exactly fun movies to watch. Yeah, no. Hot take: Vietnam War, bad. <laughs> well, when you when you basically purchase a a war from the French that the French have been losing for thirty years, <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't take much imagination to be like, oh, <laughs> it's not a good war. <laughs> It's a bad war. Man, yeah. We fucking left our our fucking servicemen out to dry on that one. Uh, hey, go do this yeah. bullshit that we know is a crapshoot, and then when you come back, we'll just fucking be shitty to you and, you know, not cover not cover the cost of the healthcare you need for all the bullshit we <laughs> we uh inadvertently dropped on you. Much oh, less man. like mental health at that time. Yeah. Uh, not to mention what we did to the fucking Vietnamese people. Christ. Yeah. That's some Oof. bullshit. And they're still they're they're still in it. Like we left and we're like, okay, here have have a country that we we fucking ruined for you. And <laughs> hope your children are okay. And that those children aren't okay. Man. Very court of priest thing to do. Wait, are yeah. we the baddies? Yeah. Yeah, Johnny, we're the baddies. <laughs> we definitely We're the are. baddies? We're I'm the a son baddies. of the Empire? You are a son of the Empire. Shit. Yeah. Well. Uh, but at least you get know those... Know thyself, I guess. At least, at least they've got those, those yellow cookie rations, right? Apparently, apparently uh, the guy who played that professor in that episode of Mandalorian... Um, like they had. To oh have, right! The, oh, those cookies uh, those are ones, good. Yeah, yeah. They they had to force him to stop eating the cookies because he thought they were so delicious that he would just like go through the stack of them. And they were like, the prop guys are sick of making them. <laughs> stop eating the cookies. <laughs> yeah, the Mandalorians had some uh, Star Wars food stuff. Like you get the the macaron the macaroons that Baby Yoda eats at that school in season yeah. two. Yeah, you get the frog he eats. <laughs> The frogs, the, the frog ladies, babies. Yeah, the the shows have been just chock full of chock full of food. Like, uh, especially Andor, it's got like the the seventies seventies Star Wars food, and it's great. Yeah, I love I love the Star Wars dishware. It's like all plastic Tupperware, like dishware. <laughs> it's 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 literally like the cups that my aunt had, um, because she had yes. three boys, and she was like, "If I bring a glass, if I bring a glass in this house, it will be broken and in somebody's foot within three minutes." <laughs> I had a cup that I got at a thrift store just because it, it was like a tube. It's like the one that Luke drinks out of in A New Hope. It was just like a, it was like an opaque plastic tube. Nice. I had a, I had that cup forever. So I was like, "It's my blue belt cup." 
Well, we got red milk or red blood spraying everywhere from Mammon. He just, like, explodes with blood. Yeah, because apparently there's too much power in that in that uh, throne for anybody who's not, not spawned to sit on. Um, I do like the, <laughs> you are the court of priests. Act like it. And he's like, when do you tend to Mammon's wounds? I'm like, I don't know, man. He might be done. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> He's, it's so bad, like, he's got goop on his shoulder. I can't tell if that's goop from somewhere else that landed on his shoulder, or goop because something broke out of his shoulder. Because, uh, I mean, those those spirits are going every which way. Could you imagine, like, a spirit somehow breaking out of your shoulder? That seems like it would be awful. It seems incredibly painful. Oh, man. I mean... So we're back to the rainy, rainy kind of protest here you get like a cool crazy like jason mask guy <laughs> someone has a sword yeah what the this is a this is a fucked up rally dude yeah don't bring a sword to a protest come yeah. on yeah and then we get a a little previously see spawn resurrection number one um that i know uh was weren't one of the lots of books we were looking at once? Didn't it have Resurrection? Did we end up getting that one, or is that not one we got? I have a copy of Spawn Resurrection. Oh, nice. I unfortunately got in on a plane last night and was feeling a little under the weather, so I only, I was going to read it, but I only got through these two, yeah. um, just because I'd just been traveling. So sorry, everybody. That's okay. The important bit is in the back of this book, so <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so it's kind of like basically a fast facsimile or like a, uh, is that how you say that word? A, a facsimile? Facsimile, facsimile. I'd said it. Yay. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like a copy of, yeah. or an echo of Wanda's death. It's a supposed Z to it's, bring it's a Xerox. memories out of Spawn. A yeah. Xerox. Spawn resurrection number one is where Wanda dies. And so Terry and Spawn stumble across this just unruly group of people at this rally. Like, look, they're already beating somebody up. And Spawn just gets, he's flat, he's intercutting Wanda's death. Yeah. And you get a really sad Spawn. He's yeah, so he's, sad. Oh, man, I was just about to say. It's, it, <laughs> he's so sad. And they're just, they're just both watching the car go into the crowd. And then it gets, it gets stuck in the wrong place at the wrong time, like they keep saying. And, you know. Both Terry and Al are overwhelmed by the whole thing, and Al, you know, lets loose with his emotions and kills the dude that's standing on her the roof of her car with the Molotov cocktail and just obliterates him. Literally vaporizes yeah. the dude. Oh, man, look at this. Like, the skull is flying off, and the flesh is flying off the skull, and the jawbone's being let to... Oh. The jawbone, yeah. He oh, just, those, like, he got this dude like he a got, fucking jewel pod. Yeah, he got uh, Terminator 2 Judgment day there. Oh, oh yeah, man. just like eviscerated. Yeah, um, but but unfortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't change the fact at all of anything because this is this is basically like a hallucination they're having, and uh, the simulation of this hallucination is going to end the same way no matter what they do. And uh, so this eviscerated dude drops the Molotov cocktail that then falls on Wanda's car, and Terry's trying to catch it, but he can't get to it before it explodes impotent to prevent a replay of his greatest loss yeah. a little hey they be, be nice about that with spawn he was uh i guess he wasn't impotent he just couldn't have children yeah as the clown says in the animated series you are firing blanks 
Oh, most disgusting. You came back for her. Most disgusting. You came clown. back for Wanda. <laughs> Whoever they got to do the voice of clown just like increases the creepiness factor by about fifteen percent. It's great. He's so creepy that because he's so like whispery. Black Azrael is like, you must be asking, who would dare do this to him? <laughs> like it's a fucking sitcom from the early nineties. <laughs> You gotta be wondering, how the hell did we get here? <laughs> it's like a record scratch. Yeah. Oh, man. You're probably wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> well, we did it. We're the yeah. court of priests, so we killed your wife. Yeah, they do a they do a little James Bond villain monologue here. And then and then we cut from that, and uh, Oracle and Simon are in the green world, literally watching this on... Uh, yeah, I love that. The, the green world IMAX... <laughs> <laughs> just a link and this is where we switch to thomas nashlick yeah yeah it is who has been killing it with like just like messing around for like his sketch warm-ups with all that cool spawn stuff he's been doing he did like oh, yeah. a, a crime scene over the course of like four days that was awesome yeah he's he's good he's a good absolutely artist. killing it he's a good artist dude hot take thomas nashlick does good pictures we got like simon simon being real sad because He's putting everything together, and it's like he's been told all these things, but now it's finally like forming a actual like it. He's finally understanding it, and he's he's just bummed as shit. Also, they're, they're really mean to him in this uh, little part here. Yeah, he's like, "You're dead already, kid." Yeah, and then she picks him up and tries to strangle him, and then he smashes. Yeah, we blew his... right through past your favorite name for Spawn. Oh yeah, yeah, they're Mr. trying to Spawn. hurt Mr. Spawn. Yeah, they're trying to hurt Mr. Spawn. And then Oracle says like Mr. that Mr. Spawn's wife. Yeah, that Gaia is dying, like Mr. Spawn's wife. And then yeah, after after Oracle attacks Simon, and then Simon smashes her hand with a rock. Uh, Gaia calls out to Oracle, and Oracle looks so pissed, like she looks like Isma from uh, from The Emperor's New Groove right here. That's <laughs> it makes me laugh. She does. Good call. <laughs> I mean, she's our left fielder. She got that growing arm. She'd be a great left fielder. Yeah, yeah. She'll catch it right out of the air. So. She'll catch it right out of the air with her tree arm. <laughs> Look, she she catches that rock. Oh, no, she he hits her with the yeah, rock. Yeah, he hits her with I the rock. I was like, did she catch the rock? And then... Flap. Yeah. Then the uh, the flames come alive, and and Gaia starts commanding Oracle. Um, Gaia does a real Old Testament, like... Uh, burning bush thing yeah um and then they got like all the players here so there's there's spawn up at the top there and then clown and sin and then asriel with his one wing run one, this is our i think this is our wing. first and only thomas notchlick sin so far yeah as far as i know or is that Javi Fernandez that did that? Those little guys. It kind of looks like Javi Fernandez because that top one definitely is. That's from like yeah. issue one or two. Well, I think I think the top one and then the the Kingslayer are Javi, but but the middle two have that 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 sort of square jaggediness that that Thomas has over Javi. So I think it's a split. and how like you can tell like his characters always seem like they're in motion or like surprise like. Mm-hmm. They're like mid motion, and that's what Black Azrael looks like. There, it looks like he's like mid motion. Yeah. Thomas Notch, like a lot of times, characters look like they're like in the middle of an action as opposed to staying statically still, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, but that that side. Like, I think of the, the Sam and Twitch issue we just covered. There's so much energy with them like waving their hands and yelling oh, at each oh, other. Oh yeah, 
yeah it's 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 so vibrant it's it's not not as not as inherently like uh energetic as brett booth's but there is that energy there so it's it's high energy but it doesn't vibrate off the page like brett booth no it's just like you're seeing them in motion which is cool yeah and then there's a giant ass footprint yeah yeah, because cause Simon is now just wandering off in the snow. Yes. Finds the big footprint, and he says, are you a friend? Because he runs into a big Who thing. could it be? Who could it be? It's Heap! It's Heap! The Hulk Everyone's Hulk favorite Hulk. public domain character. A monstrous Heap composed of nature's discards. So, so he's basically, he's literally Madam Trash Heap, but since it's nature's discards, he'd be uh, Madam Compost Heap. Kind of reminds me of Pizza the Hut. Dude, Pizza the Hut. He ate himself to death. B- boss, you're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought it was so funny. He locked himself in his limo and ate himself to death. Yeah. That was like my favorite and thing. Ate himself to death. But yeah, and then uh, Heap declares that he is Simon's teacher and that Simon is the Kingslayer. And then. Bum, bum, bum. The first time we hear that. We close it out with King Kingspawn Brown logo, yeah. and the spawning Brown. This time it's the breakdown. Yeah, so it's it's and they're they're, they're they give a rundown of uh, Wanda's death as it appeared in Spawn Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Um, Which is pretty damn similar to how it appeared here. Yeah. Um. As uh, as Sean Lewis says in his little his little explanation here, um. He says, uh, I mentioned to Javi, what if we echoed the panels from Spawn Resurrection? So I spent last night, like, flipping back and forth between them and being like, oh, hey, yeah, oh, oh, hey, oh, yeah, oh, hey, oh, oh, yeah, oh, hey, oh, oh, yeah. And the publication date of that book was March 11th, which they made canon that that was the day that Wanda died. 11 is number of chaos. Mm-hmm. Set 137 is 11. That's funny, because I like that they used the date the comic came out. Yeah. Because also, like Loss, uh, it premiered on September 23rd, um, 2004, and that was the date that the plane crashed in canon was September 23rd, 2004. It's like you're watching a, a live feed of a plane crash on the deserted island. <laughs> oh, that island ain't deserted, baby. Uh-huh. It's downright populated. You got others. You got the Dharma Initiative. <laughs> You got fucking, like, other others? Is there a Greg initiative, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. That's it. Greg initiative. That's it. King Spawn 7 is done. King Spawn 7 is done with a bad joke. <laughs> but it's not in the issue, just from David. <laughs> I'd have it no other way. So next up, bust out your wings, baby! It's time to take flight. Yeehaw! Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shoot our guns into the air because it's gunslinger time. It's gunslinger time. Gunslinger seventeen. We're gonna Yosemite Sam up in this bitch. I love this whole little. I love these like this arc that has been so far. Like this current, oh. you know, like the crazy stuff in the <laughs> desert. Then he goes into heaven. It's just been a. It's been a nonstop battle. Like it's... Javi has it the hardest of all these fucking spawns. Man. Yeah, 
It's it's no wonder he wants to quit the score. She's like, this shit sucks. <laughs> it's absolutely just it's banana balls. It's bonkers. It's banana it's... balls. <laughs> it's bonkers. It's like Looney Tunes. I I have to think that like desert setting is like a Looney Tunes reference to like Wiley e. Coyote. <laughs> he's gonna. They sh- literally drop a boulder on him and he's disappeared. That's like a Roadrunner thing, like a hundred percent. Yeah. It's oh man, it is. It's it's the best. It's the best. It's it was so much fun. It's such a hoot reading it. It's it's so much fun. It doesn't give no fucks, Johnny. It's gonna have a good time, no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. It despite does, all anyone's best efforts. It doesn't it doesn't need to act like it's a grown up. It knows what it is. And it's just gonna do what it, what it needs to do. <laughs> um, um so what cover do you have, David? I have cover B. I have the Tomaselli cover. Um, and it's, uh, Ooh. so it's a very, very kind of, um, it's kind of, he's, it's got kind of a Saturday morning cartoon vibe, uh, but it's got, um, a very, a very angry violator looking, uh, Flebiac guy. Um, I'm assuming it's the violator. With the clown makeup. He's, he's like a clown. clown makeup, he's yeah. got like the makeup going. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's got his mouth open. Like he's the cave of wonders and Aladdin. And then we got, uh, shot from behind, uh, Javi on a horse with his, with his coat just whoopity 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 back in the wind. Yeah, this Fleabiac has just asked who has disturbed his slumber, and Javi is like, "It is I, Javi." <laughs> I have the A cover, oh, which is the first of the Simon Bianchi, mm-hmm. Simone Bianchi. I don't know. It's either Simon or Simone. Yeah, you can just say Bianchi. Bianchi! Bianchi The Bianchi cover. Or Bianchi. Bianchi, that's how you say it. Uh, God, I gotta start looking up these names before we do the episodes. I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is the first of the four for February. This is the first one to come out, I believe. And it's got Javi on a real mean-looking horse. Shooting. But I love, my favorite detail is the background, where Javi's just, like, gazing into space like the opening credits on an anime. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Javi's the gunslinger, and he will sling the guns forever. <laughs> and he's, like, looking into the, the stars. Oh, man. I love it. I never thought that this string of words would come out of my mouth in this order, Johnny. But we need to have a Spawn anime. It's just, it needs to happen. I mean, you could argue that the HBO series is in the style of anime. Ah, uh, well, it's, well, it's no, anime adjacent. It's not. It's not actually an anime. Yeah, yeah know, but no, but like, it just like has that kind of stilted movement. We need. We need like like full bore. Like I'm talking like Pokemon level anime where all of the fight scenes take place on a a <laughs> a static image of something, so that way they don't have to animate all of the fights. Uh, right. Uh, when Spawn tries to do a whole bunch of punches, it's just a little circle in a cloud of circles that <laughs> it has a badass theme song where they look at the sky yeah. and look at the stars. Yeah. Because one of the good things about anime Johnny is they always have to fill up time because, you know, they were making you know, four hundred seasons with seven hundred and twelve episodes a season. Uh so they had to fill time right. with something. So there's lots of food in anime too. So, 
There is. There's lots of food. Man, there's lots of food in Gunslinger, and it's good. Can you just imagine, like, an anime clown just sitting down going, hop, hop, Just eating? Yeah, that, that dinner scene would be perfect for an anime. There's, like, bones flying over his shoulder. He, like, puts, a, he puts, like, a full chicken in his mouth, and it comes out just a skeleton. <laughs> he gives it the old Heathcliff. <laughs> yeah, the Heathcliff with he the just, fish. He just he just like uh, he just like slides over to Javi and it goes boink boink and he goes, "You gonna finish that?" <laughs> One thing I like they just started doing with this issue is they're putting the colors and lettering on the cover, which is nice. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. And on that, you've got Adelso Corona and Ivan Nunes. Mm-hmm. Even though we, I just skipped our our two main boys, McFarlane Booth. Mm-hmm. The, so oh. you, David, what have is... some booth news because you were privy to the Discord discussion with the Todd father. I didn't get to ah, attend. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I but put out the you link found out something about Brett Booth, didn't you? Uh, I found out something about Brett Booth. So as far as I know, um, uh, Brett Booth was only set to do two years on the on the book. So uh, twenty four might be Brett Booth's last. Um, wow. So that's end of an era, if that's true. But, but that one of... Exciting and sad at the yeah, same time. Yeah, but one of the characters that he helped co-create with in this, in this world with the Todd Father, um, our favorite uh, dinosaur-wielding villainess, uh, Dakota, is supposed to be back for Gunslinger Spawn number 20. So we get that. that Hell that yeah. Too. Hell yeah. That's... Keep bringing her back, baby. That just Man. makes my my first appearance that much more valuable. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all I care about. And if those are the if those are the last four issues of Brett Booth's current run on Gunslinger, then what a way to go! It'll be just a drag out knockout. I just hope fight. he gets. To, I hope he gets to end a fight in that dinosaur base. I hope that's how his arc ends. Uh, or he's got to get to that dinosaur base before Brett Booth's done. I hope. Actually, my my hope is that they they end the actual story. In episode issue twenty three, and then issue twenty four is just uh, Taylor playing his dinosaur video game, and it's the story of the dinosaur video game. So it's just nothing but dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and now Taylor plays a video game. <laughs> they need excellent. a game we can play as a dinosaur. Yeah, I mean, like, I got. I mean, there were there were some in the nineties. There was like Primal Rage. The Lost World game you can play as a dinosaur. The Jurassic Park Sega game you well, can play as a raptor. I mean, there's Rampage, but that's more of a Godzilla. There's Rampage. It's like Rampage a Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla Reptar is basically what that is. Isn't there a right. game where you can play but as like, Reptar? Mate, Reptar's Revenge. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you just said that. So. Damn it. <laughs> um. No, they should they should make like. There's a game that came out recently where you can play as a shark and you scroll around and fuck shit up as a shark. That's awesome. You should do that, but with a dinosaur. You're just like a dinosaur in an open world and you go fuck shit up. They should uh, re-release Turok Dinosaur Hunter, where you're the dinosaur and you are hunting Turok. So it's... Uh... That's just a really short game. You eat him and it's over. So it could, it could be Turok Dinosaur Hunter Hunter. Turok Dinosaur Hunter Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Or... Let's pitch it to a claim. Let's go. <laughs> Turok, he was a Valiant character, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Because uh, he was a he was a gold key character. Um, and then in the early 90s, the Valiant company bought all of the gold key characters, like uh, Magnus, Robot Fighter. 
um, Turok. Uh, there's another one that I can't remember. Um, but then that's that's what they built their. Those were the licenses and stories that they built their company on. Um, and then after that, started slinging out their their own things. So now they've got the they had like Exo Man War was their first internally produced. Um, which I've mentioned before is like Thor in an Iron Man suit. And then Archer and Armstrong, which is uh an immortal fat guy and a little uh a little tiny uh brainwashed uh monk type kid uh who go around uh destroying all of the world's secret societies. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Um it's it's great if you ever find any Archer and Armstrong read it one of my favorite things about turok was there's the video game turok 2 seeds of evil mm-hmm. there's a weapon called the cerebral bore <laughs> and you shot a missile and it was like the phantasm thing where it latched to the person's head drilled in the middle of their skull and then exploded oh man oh man it was like the coolest weapon until the laptop gun on perfect dark came out oh man that's awesome and I think there's actually a death metal band that named themselves Cerebral Boar. I'm imagining after the weapon. Probably. Most. To most, bring it all back to metal. Most uh, most people in metal bands are just huge fucking nerds. <laughs> right. So, it makes sense. To continue on Gunslinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Call it, we, got, uh, we already went over everyone. Like, except for Tom Orzakowski. Uh-huh, pardon yeah. us. Yes. For lettering. Yes, thank you very much. And then, of course, Todd Father, the double, the TNT, TNT, Todd and Thomas coming yeah. in, making sure everything's all good. They're dynamite. They are dynamite together. Previously in Gunslinger, Gunslinger runs into a new player on the scene. Literally. <laughs> Focus. Is he friend or foe? Now, uh. You notice I tried to say that as a statement, yeah, not a question. Yeah, not a question. I, I, I don't know why they didn't put a question mark, because King Spawn literally had two question marks in its previously on. So <laughs> Maybe they only have a certain, certain amount of question marks they could use. <laughs> we used all per... our question marks up this book. <laughs> Spawn, Spawn. No more question marks. To Tom, uh, Sean Lewis started asking why too many times, and he used them all up. It didn't save any for anyone I like else. the typos just because it drives Reddit crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you heard me. Oh. I like the typos. I think they're fun. They're... It's, it's imperfections. Yeah. It shows you that human beings made it. Imperfections are some of the most beautiful things in art. Yeah. And if you're going to get tied up on the tiny little typos, then the wackadooness that is in here is not for you. Uh, just... Yeah, go read one of the big two. They got, they got they had number two. Go read DC and Marvel. They got five editors on each thing, making yeah. sure everything's perfect for you. So yeah. go read that shit. But, I mean, love fucking love DC and Marvel, but nowhere near as fun as this. You, you, take, you, take, you take the bad with your fun if you're going to take your fun. It's, it's a very... Well, what's cool about Spawn as opposed to Marvel, it's like everything matters in Marvel with its own bubble, but yeah. Spawn's like, there's just one bubble. Yeah. yeah. It's been the same bubble. It's the same know? bubble, yeah. And it's... Everything has... All of the consequences stick, basically. Except for people being right, upset exactly. that like, Wanda might come back. But, you know, it's... Get over it. Eh. You know, like, that's the only one, really. Like, that's not a big deal. Yeah, no. Plus, like, duh. 
It was like seven. It was eight years ago at this point. She died March 2015. Yeah, March 11th, 2015 is when that issue came out. So yeah, it's, it's not like that's a pretty long time to keep someone dead in comics. Actually, yeah, it's it's not like Marvel where they kill Tony Stark um, in February and then by the end of February Tony Stark is back because <laughs> they put out right. 400 issues in February where Tony Stark was dead. And they're like, okay, now that's fine. Tony Stark is back. Yeah, take that, Marvel. Yeah. You've never... I actually just subscribed to a new Marvel series. Oh, what's that? I said I was trying to cut my subscriptions, <laughs> but I had to subscribe to Planet of the Apes, baby. Oh, man. It was Hell really good. Yeah. The first issue was awesome. Nice. Nice. And it's in the continuity of the new movies, so that's cool. Nice. Excellent. I like so, those a lot. That's good. Man. Yes. Yeah, the art was great, but it just it just came out last month, so it'll be a new one. Oh, shit. Speaking of that, I got to get the Challengers today. I didn't get... I, I didn't... I don't. I haven't subscribed to Superman. I gotta get number three. Oh man, yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go get that before it gets sold out. It's a good one. I, I was just... gonna get it at the comic shop in Tulsa. Yeah, I read it. But on they the... only had the variant covers that are a dollar more. Oh you know, yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> I I read it immediately after reading Gunslinger 19 on the way home uh, on Wednesday this week, and it's good. It's real good. good that it's it's a fun book. Uh, Superman. Having to work with Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor's villains are after Superman now, um, and it's like you can't see, you can't think like Superman to defeat these guys, Superman. And it's we all we all know that it's gonna turn into Lex Luthor having had an ulterior motive because he can find a way to to get Superman at the end. We know we know that's gonna happen, of course, but. Right. The way that it's like Superman literally does have to actually start trusting. Lex is just amazing. It's so fun. There's great villains. The art well, just is just the concept that he, the concept that he like is talking to him. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's it's I like it a lot. It's fun. It's uh, there was a a really a really cool suit that um, I totally can see them making an action figure of in like three months. <laughs> uh, you'll see when you Sweet. get there. It's good. It's a good one. But, uh, okay, I'm excited to check it out. So, in Gunslinger, if we're checking that out, yeah, it ends pretty much exactly where the last one left off, where the TNT is exploded from the. Ch- or, if you want to believe the pundit, he had a chili fart. One of the two, <laughs> maybe yeah. both at the same time. Well, 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 you you fart on the TNT, and that's what made it explode. And it, it's a, it was a synergistic effect uh, where it was more than additive. So without the chili fart, it wouldn't have been as bad. I love that you just get all the debris flying from the explosion, and then at the very bottom of the page, thunk, thunk the yeah. knife just lands on the ground. Yeah, but I do like how a couple of panels earlier, like you can see just like the knife flying through the air because it got blown out. <laughs> right. There's, you got there's... the knife, you got some feathers. Yeah, you got the feathers all floating down. They're... What are they doing? They're... Brett Booth, man, he's always got that like c- cacophony of stuff in the background flying around just to keep everything so energetic, you know? Yeah, and then like all the little bitty tiny pebbles just like pinging around. Bing, bing, bing. You can like, almost hear it, like, like just the, the, the like... Yeah. Sounds like a big a, a evil rain stick. Remember yeah. Those rain sticks. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember going to what was it? Oh, what was the store in the mall? Natural the wonders. Truck. Was it Natural Wonders? Natural Wonders. That oh, was man. it. And they it had was Natural like, Wonders. The the bin of shiny rocks at the front. <laughs> I always ended up getting yep. some rocks every time we went. I 
I remember buying Love those shiny I rocks. bought my uh my first Yomega Fireball at that Natural Wonders. Because Yomega. Fourth, yeah, Yomega the 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 yo yo Yomega. Oh, that yeah. was like the popular yo yo brand. Yeah, because in fourth grade, if you didn't have a yo yo, you were a putz. Yeah, that's so funny, a yo yo. <laughs> like that's that's yeah, they were big at my school too. Yeah. The 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 fireball had um it had like a plastic bushing around the axis, so it was easier to to let it stall at the end. Um, whereas like your regular Duncan, the the string was directly on the axle inside the yo-yo, and so it was harder to get it to just stay down at the bottom of your throw. So that was the... That, that makes me w- want a yo-yo. You're making me want a yo-yo right every, now. Every time anybody talks about yo-yoing, I'm like, I, I get like, like my hand just starts going, whoo, whoo, and I miss it. I miss the, yeah. s- the slap of the thing coming back. Oh, man. Whoosh. It was like the original fidget spinner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to have like three yo-yos that I just always had in my bag at all times. Like, just always had a yo-yo. What the? Man. Did you have to like fight a bully with him and you like double wield some yo-yos? Oh no, no. Uh, that that'd never be happened. Awesome. Like that was like your. That'd be very anime. That was your weapon. You had like two yo-yos you could just hit people with. What the? What the? Yeah, I had some friends that probably would have been able to pull that off, but no. If I had tried, it would have <laughs> just ended with me. Still beat up with no yo-yos. <laughs> I don't remember. I think I had one just because I had to, but I was never good at it. Oh, no, I was never good at it, but I enjoyed playing with them. Like, I didn't have to, I didn't have to be able to do any tricks at all. I would just yo-yo and yo-yo for hours. Yo-yo while I'd walk. I'd yo-yo while I was watching TV. I'd yo-yo while I was on the friggin' trampoline. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I hit myself in the face once doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh. well hobby's getting t- getting tired of being yo-yoed back and forth between all these people and he's like how are the hell are these people getting me and tracking me down so effortlessly yeah he's pissed and he's he's coming out of the fog and he's just like oh what is this i just it's like i just got hit in the face with a yo-yo <laughs> by david's friends <laughs> oh man there's just so many words to get caught up on to, to get through this but basically hobby's trying to figure out where everything's coming from and uh, he notices that all of the angels are down from the TNT except for one of them. Um, and at the bottom of this page, there's a little see last issue from Thomas. Um, and it refers to the desperate measures that that Javi took. Uh, but my dumbass yes. thought that I saw an asterisk on the God told us you were the crazy one. Um, <laughs> and so I was, I was like, did, did I miss God telling the angels that he was crazy? Uh, what? what the, yeah, there's this I, little scene where God's like, <laughs> that guy's crazy. <laughs> I was like, did, I didn't read that issue. What the hell? And then I realized that it was referring to the TNT. Spawn. Oh man. So good. I, uh, I like how, how fucking beat up his hat is. Like it's, it's like the, the cartoon tramp who's wearing the. The top hat that has the the lid of it is open like a can of beans, and it's just flopping around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that trope. That's so funny. And so that's that's what that's what Javi's hat is doing up at the top there. It's just like flapping around. <laughs> I know, uh, but it's like it's like bent over. It's sad. Yeah, but this big uh, this big angel comes at him and just whomps him and thacks him and. Kicks him around. And Hobby does an old car har. Tell God he can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
then uh, Javi knows, knows he can't Also, hold I guess Javi doesn't know that God's a woman because Swan always calls God she. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, so Javi, Javi tries to hit the angel with everything he has, and the behemoth uh, barely feels it. Um. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's not his name, there but it is. that is what he is. He's he's the juggernaut. He's a that. he's he's literally behemoth. the juggernaut as a. <laughs> I think you might have done that better than I did. <laughs> behemoth. Uh, but he's literally the juggernaut with wings, and it's great. He's so big, and he's just slapping him around. And then he slaps he slaps Harvey so hard that uh, he gets thrown into a hallucination of Amy. Um, <laughs> he slaps her right into a flashback uh, hallucination. And here, here we learn that not only is Amy his sister, but she's his older sister. See, here I thought... Older sister. I thought Amy was his younger sister, but... See, I also thought maybe it could be... A, I only think this because it was a joke in... Scott Pilgrim, uh-huh. because his little sister calls him her little brother because yeah. he's a dumbass. Yeah. So maybe she is his little sister and she calls him little brother because he's a dumbass. Well, I just I just always assume so that way I could go, cry, little sister. What? What? Lost Boys. The, the oh right the, right 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 the the theme the theme no, song. No, you cut it. It cut out when you were when you. The problem is when you sing, David. It's so high pitched. <laughs> the the Discord cuts it out. Oh well, it's on the Discord tape. Discord cannot so keep up. It's on the tape. Okay, it's oh. on the tape. Exactly. I just can't hear it. Speaking speaking of Lost Boys, did I ever tell you that uh, Tim Seeley, the guy who lives in town, fucking loves Lost Boys, and really? DC let him do a Lost Boys miniseries a couple years ago, <laughs> and. The conceit of this miniseries is that greased up saxophone man <laughs> from the, the party on the pier is himself uh-huh. a vampire hunter. And the baby oil that he <laughs> rubs all over his body is holy baby oil. So that way if vampires try to catch a hold of him, they A, can't hold on to him because he's all greased up with baby oil. And B, they get burned because it's holy baby oil. <laughs> That's funny. That's like an idea he had as a kid and just kept in his back pocket. Uh, it's it was a great, great miniseries. It was so good. It was so good. Loving local man. Loving local man. Lo- local man is is very good. But yeah, if you guys can find that uh, that Tim Seeley uh, Lost Boys miniseries, it is a hoot. It is better than Lost Boys Two, the sequel they made after one of the <laughs> after. One of the what's his faces died. The Corys after one of the Corys died. They made a Lost Boys two. Yeah. Um. Oh man, it was it was when Corey Feldman was real bad, and it was right after the other Corey died. Um. So literally, oh, they just man. they just tied in real life Corey's death and real life Corey Feldman's alcoholism, and just made that sort of his thing. So because I, I do believe the other Frog brother and then the the other Corey were dead in canon. And then that's why Corey Feldman frog brother was just like out of sorts. It was, it was, it was a redemption tale for the frog brothers, the, the remaining frog brother, but it wasn't very great. I didn't even know they made that. Well, yeah, I I rented it from Hastings and Stillwater. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so in this, in this, uh, in this flashback hallucination, um, Javi's trying to apologize. Uh, 
I get I get the feeling that that she's she doesn't blame Javi for what happened, but Javi blames himself. Oh, absolutely. She seems at peace. And mom mm. always said he was wrapped tighter than a drum. Yeah. He just needs to relax. And then immediately after she disappears, fucking Juggernaut Angel comes back for him. <laughs> Where's McCarver? <laughs> I love how he just goes, I blew him up! <laughs> I love I love uh I love the angel's teeth here, because it's just like it's like one curve. One curvy tooth on top and one curvy tooth on bottom. I love a single curvy tooth. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> He's just launching himself. Yeah. And oh, like Javi barely jumps out of the way, like full jump. Yeah. And then after he jumps, the uh, other angels attack him. And I love how just visceral this little panel of blood spray is like it it literally looks like he he took a a velvet sheet and put some spray paint and some goop on it because it's so different from the rest of the art and i like yeah, i like the cool. uh the we idea. don't even see what they do to him we just see that he's just like destroyed yeah i love the idea that brett booth the master of all the small details has decided that these angels beat Javi up so badly that he just can't even include all of the details of the beating in this comic book. Yeah. And has to cut away for a second. That's how bad this beating is. And he shows it. He looks yeah. pretty oh, man. bad. Yeah. He's got his like rotten skin sticking out. He's got half his face mask ripped off. Yeah. Oh. And here comes the big Wiley e. Coyote Roadrunner moment. Old yeah. Juggernaut's like, yeah, here we go. We're gonna pulverize his skull. Yeah. I like this is a thirty this, tons of force. This is a a conversation that that keeps coming up in this little run of of gunslingers. The only way you can kill a spawn is this way, and it, they always fail. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they're like, here's what you gotta do. You gotta you gotta pulverize their skull, and then yeah, the specifically thirty tons of force. It's a good callback to the Todd Father, like you said. I guess that's the Todd Father calling himself back. Well, this guy's like. I I thought I thought I thought I was told you knew all his weaknesses that there wasn't any. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get stuck in a tornado of blue. Yeah, blue tornado. That sounds like a nice drink, a blue tornado. Ooh, a blue tornado, very refreshing. Yeah. Dude, uh, that's the one thing about Oklahoma, man. Tex-Mex places, frozen I got like a 20 ounce frozen <laughs> margarita for like 750. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, and like, I was like, yes. They, they bring it out like they they make a whole blender full, and they just bring the blender pitcher out, and that's what you drink it out of. It was huge. It like it like freezer burned my tongue. Oh man, I drank it too fast. Oh man, did you have yourself a chimichanga while you were down there? No, I had cheese enchiladas actually. Oh, oh that's cheese enchiladas are great. I went to Abuelos, and they I went like I got off the plane in Oklahoma City. I was going there for a friend's wedding. Mm -hmm. Got off the plane, and it was like, I want Tex-Mex and a margarita immediately. I dropped my bags off at the hotel. Yeah. Because none of my friends were in town yet for the wedding. I got there a little earlier. So I walked around the block, and I found a place. Abuelos had a lunch Mexican buffet. Oh, man. That had everything you could possibly want to order. So I not only had cheese enchiladas, I had, I had churros, I had queso, I had the rice and beans, like the classic refried beans and the spicy rice. It was amazing. Oh, like, man. Tex-Mex... I know it's not authentic. It is what it is, but man, it is it is hits the spot. Yeah. Where you can't get it for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a lot of people, if you didn't grow up with Tex Mex, it seems like people are just like, Ugh, 
what's the point? Wanda's like, what is with all this fucking cheese? It's like, it's, <laughs> what's it's, the deal? That's good. You get your salsa con, your, your chili con queso, which is literally just chili with with a whole bunch of cheese poured in it, and they serve it at a Mexican restaurant. Wait, what is it? What? <laughs> oh. What's not to love? Yeah, what's not to love? It's so good. Um, but yeah, having grown up on it, it's like a, it's you get you just jones for it every once in a while. No, you really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I did not get to go to Taco Bueno. I do like Taco Bueno. Oh, man. Um, Mexi dips and chips. I did get Coney's, though. Oh, hell yeah. I got Coney's. You ever had Tulsa Coney's? Yeah. Yeah, I sure have. That was uh, my my parents' honeymoon dinner. A big honeymoon dinner they had was uh, getting Tulsa Coney's. They got them at Coney. Oh, nice. They yeah. got them at Coney Island. Not Coney Islander. Coney Island. Yes, um, Coney Island was the one downtown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so we would we would go there a lot when we were kids because, you know, you could get cheap-ass hot dogs and baklava. It's the first place I ever had baklava. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, that's the story of those. It's those kind of Coney's. There's a Greek family on Coney yep. Island that made those. And, like, one of the sons moved to Detroit. One of them moved to Tulsa. Nice. And, like, that's why there's those style Coney's are in Detroit. And that's why those style Coney's are in Tulsa. Awesome. They're very good. And it's like a Greek-influenced chili. It has like a cinnamon aspect to yeah, it. It's yeah, yeah, like, uh, like Skyline Chili is a, is a Greek chili. Oh, okay. So thing. similar to that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost, like, it's almost like a sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of sauce, Focus is bringing the Hurt sauce. Oh, yeah. Because what he does in a brilliant move is rip off their wings, baby. Well, he doesn't Everyone rip them off. The brute. He, he cuts them off. He cuts him off that Bowie knife yeah. that uh, last issue, if you recall, uh, Javi whispered something to him and gave him a knife. Yeah, and uh, what what Javi whispered to him is what Johnny read at the top. Cut their wings was the only words he needed to speak. The, but, but this speedster called Focus did more than cut wings. <laughs> oh, he man. also took McCarver miles away, so he's really tired. I love the plat plap. Yeah. He just draw, he's like... <sighs> he like yeah. takes you can see that totally like take, he does that takes a breath and then just like drops one set of wings drops the other set yeah. of wings and just collapses yeah and i like i like javi this didn't javi just discover that he was human last last issue <laughs> yeah and i like i like this constant rediscovery of people being humans by javi <laughs> he's like wait you're a human i too. told you man Todd Father's fixated on this human thing. Because, like, even in Batman Spawn, he's like, you're just a human. You're just a human. He's yeah. like, the Todd Father's, like, really obsessed with this uh, with this idea of these humans being so weak, which is just, it's just, you get, you know, he got yeah. stuck on it. It's funny. Yeah. It's fine. And you it's you get a scary Javi eye. You get a real yeah. scary, oh. like, Crypt Keeper Javi. <laughs> he's going to tell some bad jokes. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go, looks like they won't be flying anytime soon. <laughs> That's not even good. <laughs> That's real bad. That's real bad. Oh, man. And so, yeah, Focus is there trying to catch his breath, and uh, he's now an easy target. Um, so the behemoth angel throws a spear at him, just, like, chucks it. And Javi, Javi deflects it with his, just like his little bitty bracelet, not even his big gauntlet of spikes, just like a little bitty. Fucking Wonder Woman's that shit. Yeah. It's tink. <laughs> just right into a rock. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Javi's like yelling at Focus to just like leave. He's like, get out of here. I said, run. Get the hell out of here. What, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, 
basically. Yeah. Well, but the angels pick him up. Yeah. Javi's like, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? I love the I love the shooting because he's just like going up and down with his guns, going like blam 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 blam, just all over the place. And the like the the angel the, he's hitting right on the angel, and the angel is just it's like he's walking through a field of gnats, and he's just like, what the? You, why do you stop? Like, what, what is this crap? Stop it! Um, and then Javi's you know like against the ropes, and he's finally just like. Yelling and yelling at Focus, and Focus is like, ah, 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 and then he goes. He goes, fine, fine, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Then, I'm sure we'll be seeing him again, then, and now Javi can just unleash yeah. without having to worry about protecting Focus, because he's just a puny human. Yeah. And his adrenaline kicks in, and then we get this awesome, just like, he's charging with his knives out, and his, his coat is flapping behind him, and he's... He's Naruto running. He's just, ah! Yeah, yeah, he is. He's Naruto running right into Area 51. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I didn't like the Facebook event where it was like, let's all meet at Area 51 and Naruto run in. They can't stop us all. And then, and then there were like official... <laughs> that was the name of the group. There were official government documents like having to define what a Naruto run is for that so that way they could get security. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that> tickles me. <coughs> oh, and then yeah. Anytime something weird like that, the government has to define. It's just like that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, it's true. They couldn't stop us all. Yeah, they did stop a couple of guys. If though, everyone so. went, they, they did. A couple <laughs> guys tried. <laughs> um. Then we got. Oh man, good the good old days. Yeah. And we got a nice little montage of of Javi just fucking shit up with his knife. Is just chucking he's wailing and on this behemoth, and... but can't can't get a can't really like damage him that much. He's just like, oh, yeah. David, I got one staple hanging. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's about to go! It's about to go! Oh man! My staple page is hanging. I'm not gonna rip it out though. I'm gonna leave it. Javi holding on like a rodeo bull, rodeo rodeo rider strapped to a wired bull. So it's the so what the Todd father is saying here is it's uh. It's it's the wide in the knuckles, the gold in the buckles that he'll win in the next go round. It's so funny because I was me and my friends one time were trying to remember the lyrics to that, and I was like, "Is it boots and spurs and cowboy turns?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's boots and spurs and it's cowboy turns. <laughs> and well, you know, you it's know, the spur of the laddie goat. <laughs> also, when I was a kid, I thought he was saying it's laddie goat. It's the the brocks and the blood, the steers and the mud. And they call the thing a rodeo, Johnny. Man, I miss Garth Brooks. He's not on like well, you can't stream. Yeah, you can't it, so I don't hear it that often. Yeah, no, you gotta you gotta specifically seek it out the the right way, the classic way. You got a physical. I heard media some Garth Brooks shit. when I was home. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were playing. My dad is Sirius XM, and they were playing. He was listening to the channel Red, White, and Booze. So I heard some two pina coladas. I gotta have one for each hand. Let's sit. Garth Brooks, man. That's my first concert. I saw Garth Brooks at Driller Stadium. Oh, nice. I think Tulsa, Oklahoma. My, my parents saw Garth at Driller Stadium. You might have been there with them. Probably the exact same show. Probably. And you got to, you both got to, to witness the, the secret, the secret verse to the Thunder Rolls. I don't remember. I was very young, but yes. It was also my first time remembering like, oh, drunk people are crazy. <laughs> I remember 
It was either then or another time at Jeweler Stadium, but definitely was at Jeweler Stadium the first time I was aware of drunk people. Oh man, well yeah, because Jeweler for for those who aren't don't know, the Tulsa Drillers are a minor league baseball team. The benefit of going to a minor league baseball team is, or a baseball game, is that the cheap the cheap booze and food. I mean, the baseball might not be the best quality, but whoo. Uh, for a fraction of the price of a big league ball club, <laughs> you can get, uh, you can you can shove your face full of twelve thousand calories and drink more than a friggin' water buffalo. <laughs> Be as drunk as we were on baseball day for half the price. Oh man, significantly less than half the price. You gotta. You the only problem is if you're in Tulsa, you can't randomly wander into Macy's and uh, <laughs> you know, start yeah, because you gotta books like we did. You gotta you gotta drive in Tulsa, so the boo. I guess you could you could. They have Uber now. Oh, uh, you could wander over to the fairgrounds and oh, but not anymore. Cause not anymore. It's downtown. Yeah, it's downtown. But you used to be able to wander over to the fairgrounds and just like hang out with the golden driller and just be like, "How's it going, dude?" For those of the those of you who've never been to Tulsa, the there's a golden driller. He's a a big. He's like a forty foot tall statue of a of an oil driller. Uh, he's he's a big fucking deal. My my sister he's went BFD. My sister went as the golden driller for Halloween a few years ago, and it was the best costume. That's it was hilarious. amazing. I remember they were trying to court Elon Musk. They put his face on the golden driller. <laughs> Boo! Because they were trying to get him to build a Tesla factory there. Man, Boo! Man, and then and then oh, actually, you used to be able to also then take your drunk ass even a little further a little further west to uh, to Bell's amusement park. Uh, referenced, yes. referenced in a Stephen King book. It was Revival. 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 Okay. Bells yeah. Amusement Park's in there. Well, people died at Bells. Yeah. Like, uh, somebody... The Wildcat killed, like, multiple people. Yeah, that was the week after I wrote it for the first time. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was... That's some Final Destination shit. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, that was my first ever roller coaster, and I loved it so much, I wrote it like six times in a row. Uh, because every, everybody... Playing with fate. Everybody wanted to ride the Zingo, because the Zingo had the bigger... The bigger drops, and the... The, the, wild, the Wildcat was scary, though. You yeah. felt like you were going to die. The Wildcat was... Which, unfortunately. It was, it was like smashed together like a cube, so it... it it just like curled in on itself, so it wasn't real big and drop heavy. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. Almost as crazy as these zany pundits we got here. Yeah. Well, we're skipping over something real quick. Actually, I just get so excited for yeah. the pundits. Yeah, we, we got distracted. He, by he knocks out Behemoth. Yeah. And he decides, well, not the Behemoth, a Behemoth. A Behemoth. Yeah. And then, and then he's and like, he decides hey, uh, to cut off the wings. Yeah, he's like I'm low I'm low power. Uh and he's trying to he's trying to pull a sin. He's trying to maybe suck some life force from some other beings to help him feel better. And he's just uh smashes them into his shoulders. <laughs> These wings. And they necro mesh with flesh. Yeah. It's something he's never tried before. Um and my my understanding is that Javi hasn't really been gunslinger for very long like he became gunslinger yeah. and very shortly after got got sucked into the future so him never having tried it before doesn't impress me much so uh, as as they say that don't impress me much sorry hey man we're having a hoedown today we're now it's okay we're singing all these country songs it's perfect for gunslinger my technician loves country music and uh 
if you choose, if it's your day to choose what's on the on the Spotify in the lab, uh, then nobody else gets to say a goddamn thing. And so we listen to a lot of country music. That song and, would be perfect and, for him flying, though, if he flew around to that song. That don't yeah. impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember way more country lyrics than I ever remember remembering. Oh, yeah, especially when we get back to Oklahoma and, like, I hear more country music. I'm yeah. like, I know this song. I know this song. Any 90s country, I'm like, no, by heart, just because. It's the horniest genre currently going. Oh, yeah. Oh, now? Just, yeah, like, like period. Like, old country is horny, new country is horny. We got the three pundits. Brett Booth style. Yeah. Man, Brett Booth style pundits are great. You got the, the CRN, and she's oh. just talking about how. The explosion in South Dakota. Yeah. We're talking about all these earthquakes, which were when the dead zones stuff was going on. And then the InfoBuzz guys. Then we get a little topical, pin. yeah. Yeah. We get like a topical one for InfoBuzz. Illegally annexed in the first place. Of course, Todd Father would tie it in and be like, and Psalms at uh, the Exodus Foundation and all these people, they're behind the uh, Ukraine war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. The Todd, the, they the Todd Father's been at this long enough. He knows how to how to how to stitch in real life into continuity. No, he really does. And like, I heard someone like criticizing that. It's like it always feels like a lame attempt to be edgy. And I'm like, man, shut the fuck up, man. Well, so let's let's analyze that. Um, Spawn is edgy as fuck. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Yeah, Look Spawn, Spawn is edgy. That's the whole point. It's supposed to. Like, be, it's an edge lord. There's there's a the the fact that there's. Like the Todd Father is always so excited about he broke this record or this is the first time you're seeing this in a comic book. He wants to see new things. He doesn't want to retread over he he wants to take risks, put something new out there, and hope that you enjoy it as much as he enjoyed coming up with it. And that's fine. And yeah. it's wonderful and it's great. And if you have a problem with that, just don't read it. I like when he ties it into the real life events, yeah, like I with like, the unwanted violence. It 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 makes it it helps sort of keep uh, it keeps the story on its toes a little bit because like we honestly don't know where the world is going on a daily basis. Every every morning, it's like okay, what kind of nonsense right. is there? Um, and then in this story, where you know, if you write one thing for long enough, you kind of can get bogged down in it. You know, as far as coming up with new things. And then, like, if the world throws something at you, it could be like, oh, hell yeah, that's, that's a great thing. It, and it's, it not only helps the story, but it can be a way to process it. Like, you know, the world is bullshit, and I can't do anything about it, but I can at least try to think of how the world could be better. I like it when he does that. Like, what am I, I like how it's so instant, too, because that's, that's one of the beauties of comics. It's like, it's, he's writing it month to month, and I know they're, like, ahead. But, yeah. like, it's close enough that he can put stuff in there, like the alt-right kids in King Spawn number two yeah. uh, that Sean Lewis put in there, like the alt-right uh, Psalms 137 kids. Mm -hmm. And then this, and Unwanted Violence, he can bring in those things that are, and it just brings it an air of, like, it just brings it into our world and gives it a little more weight, you know? Speaking of weight, here comes the third pundit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love, I love Brett Booth's uh, Brock the Shock, because as I said last time, like you can see every single one of those molars back there and his little tongue flapping around. <laughs> um, on the Patriot.tv. If, if this were, uh, speaking of Final Fantasy, if this were a 90s like uh, super, super Nintendo game um, and 
Brock the Shock showed up, his little animation would just be his face stays the same, but like his jaw moves up and down a little bit. Ah, 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 yeah, he'd be like. Ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Halfway through this, he turns into like a preacher man, yeah. just for like dramatic effect. <laughs> oh man, um, it's it is quite a dramatic effect because while uh while he's in preacher man mode, we we turn into this two page spread. Um, I remember seeing this and I went like, holy shit. I think I texted you immediately. Yeah. And here we have Javi with angel wings just crouching on a mountain. And it is badass. There's no other way. It is badass as fuck. Oh, man. Full two-page spread. I want this as a poster. This this would be an amazing poster. This would have... Oh, if this weren't so sort of uh, spoilery, I, I I imagine they could have used this as like a like an advertisement poster. But there's no way that you you send out a poster of Havu with wings on before the issue comes out and have people be like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. No, we got a Hellspawn with wings. It's what the f- scrolls foretold. Yeah, and it's. Wrath, God's wrath delivered in a way we've never seen before. And have we ever seen this before, Johnny? No. A hellspawn with wings? I don't think so. No. Wasn't there? Was there a feathered Al Simmons at one point? Or there was Al Simmons with wings at one point, wasn't there? Oh, there was Angel Al Simmons. Yeah. Angel Al Simmons. We haven't gotten to that part somewhere in in before three hundred, but we'll cover that in ten years from now. I think. Yeah, I think that's around the time he kills God. Yeah, so, so, you know, look forward to that in the year 2033. <laughs> in the year 2000. And then, <laughs> Javi, they said we're all going to attack at once, and Javi just says, like, fuck this, yeah. flies away. <laughs> he flies. He, he, takes, he takes wing, as they say. And then, perhaps bigger <laughs> deal than the winged Javi, we have this little vignette at the end. A little coda, one might say. Where, uh, Taylor's... <laughs> Dropping a deuce. (laughs) Elsewhere, Taylor is enjoying a raucous app game on his cell phone while he drops a deuce. (laughs) First of all, app game, hilarious. So Todd Fodder. I like it. It's a raucous app app games. (laughs) Hey, this is Todd McFarlane. We got a new Spawn app game coming out. You can play as Spawn. (laughs) My favorite thing is... a dinosaur app. (laughs) My favorite thing is that the image is Taylor on the toilet. And then yet, parenthetically, while he drops the deuce, is unnecessary, as if it was part of the original script, but then Todd Father was like, no, 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 just keep the script as it is. We don't need to change anything. Just throw it yeah, in there. Just, just keep it in there. <laughs> so double it. Repeat. Keep it in. Double it. Oh. He makes a non-athletic <laughs> move. That's hilarious. Yeah. The, the one piece of tech comes, uh, uh, so a piece of gear starts to go off. He ignores it at first, then realizes it's the one piece of tech Gunslinger seemed interested in. <laughs> and then he makes the non-athletic move, and the image is, is yes, Taylor with his pants around his ankles, falling across the bathroom to grab a phone. <laughs> Having not wiped or anything, so that's got to be yeah. a bad fall. Yeah, no, there's, there's only one person I will ever answer the phone for while I'm on the toilet, uh, because I know that if I don't answer, they'll just keep calling until I have to somehow send a message between attempts. Say, hey, I'm pooping. Um, Is that Jessica Priest? 
Uh, no, who is it? no. Who's the it's, one person? It's, it's Wanda. Jessica, Aww. Jessica Priest would call from an unknown number, and ain't no way I'm answering an unknown number on the, on the, on the toilet. And she asks where Gunslinger is, and he says, I don't know, he's out kicking someone's ass, I think. <laughs> uh, I will say. Yeah. It's nice looking Jessica. Good looking it's, Jessica. It's a good looking Jessica. And, oh man, just what a, a great ending to a great little book. Um, this was awesome. This is one of the best gunslingers. This is one of my favorites. The wings, the joke at the end, just put it over the edge for me. <laughs> you got the pundits. It's just like a giant, bombastic, crazy Looney Tunes fight. Uh, we got Hard to beat. We got the this power meter still power going up. It's going up. One two nine three. Uh, then in spawning grounds, we got some fan art. Um, and uh, so if you if you look at this fan art and this spawning grounds, Johnny, you'll notice that it's a little fuzzy. Um, little pixelated. A little, a little pixelated. I would encourage each and every one of you to actually go to these Instagram accounts and look at the non-pixelated images. They're amazing. Yes, they are. And there's one I definitely want to highlight, but we'll put a pin in that for later yeah. because uh, we'll be coming to that. But yeah. no, they're awesome. I love the Mickey Mouse spawn. That's pretty cool. Spawn yeah, tattoo. I was thinking, man, the other day, I don't have any tattoos, and I was like, what what would I get for a tattoo if I got one? And honestly, it would probably be Spawn-related, because that's, like, the one thing I know will be a part of my life, you know, that I... You could get, you could get like, a... A winged Javi on my back. (laughs) Or I was about to say, you could get, like, a clavicle tattoo of little... The little skulls with the the chain that goes across it. (laughs) Like, it's a... If I got one, I'd probably get the King Spawn logo. Or you could get a, a chest a chest of the, the Malbolgia M that goes all the way down to your crotch. Oh my god, that would be yeah. painful. <laughs> no, I just, I just get a tattoo of Malbolgia's belly hair. On me. <laughs> oh, you could, like, can you, you make could a get, fake tattooed hair? What you could do is you could get a long jaw. You could get it like on the back. or So it would be like a sleeve tattoo, a double sleeve tattoo. So on the back of one hand, you would have the Fleabiac head, and then going across your arm, all the way up, across your chest, down the other arm, and ending a little bitty, a little bitty tooth on the back of the other hand. So it's the longest jaw. <laughs> the longest jaw. <laughs> so it would be, it would be a, a little bottom jaw on one hand, a face with a face on the other, and then connected by just like one line. <laughs> so I just hold out my arms like a crocodile, and just like. Chop yeah, people. shirtless. That'll be good. Yeah. That, that, well, oh, I've seen I just got a call from my Wanda. Right. Uh, she's leaving me. Oh no! <laughs> she heard about the tattoo. <laughs> she heard about the tattoo. She's out of here. I mean, now you don't even have to wear a shirt while you're at home. You can just let it show all the dang time. I really don't have to leave this closet. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, well. Nice. nice. Worth it for the tattoo. Yeah. Well, uh... that's King Spawn. Oh, God. <laughs> that's King Gunslinger. Can you imagine King and Gunslinger? That's gun- and that's Gunslinger Spawn number 17, the King of the Gunslingers, Javi. Yes. Uh, speaking of, I think, Johnny, I think it's time to rate these puppies. It's time to rate these puppies. Uh, first up, we had King Spawn number seven. Uh-huh. It was the yep. beginning of the second arc in King Spawn, uh, kind of the intro to the Court of Priests and the uh, reliving of Wanda's death. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an all-around excellent issue. Uh, I love, 
I love the reveal of Black Azriel. I love that opening shot of Spawn like throwing the chains around. It's just, it's excellent. And I'm gonna, so I'm gonna give this one five. Get off this thread, <laughs> <laughs> which is what the Dark Queen said in the Discord chat. Oh man! So if, um, because if you don't like this, I'm gonna tell you five times to get out of this thread. Well, uh, Johnny, I think we're on this. We're we're on a similar wavelength. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little harsher just because I don't want everything to all be fives all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had I had some issues with keeping track of everything while I was reading it. Um, probably my own fault, but it it gave me a little bit of a a head rush trying to figure out what was going on. Um, I also don't sure. like seeing Wanda die over and over again. Um, not good. This I love how ridiculous it is that Terry figures out what eleven is. Um, like the yes, uh, it's maybe gone about it uh, a little in a thin manner, I guess I would say. But I still love it. I still love it. I'm gonna give it four Believer twenty three posts because there are four Believer twenty three posts here. Um, so hashtag eleventh hour. Hashtag the eleventh hour. Mm-hmm. Indeed. That's not to say I didn't like the book. It was very good. Sorry. No, I five was probably too much for it too. Actually, I'm gonna change mine to four point five. So there okay. you go. Okay. Um, nice. Put that in the Wikipedia and smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> Second issue was Gunslinger seventeen. Yes. Uh, just an amazing bombastic fight. I mean, what can you say about it? It's just a hoot. I love this book so much. Yeah. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it five. Five winged gunslingers. Five winged gunslingers. Excellent. Excellent choice. So I want to say I can find no fault in this issue, Johnny. Yes. Even though even though we talked about there being issues with like, you know, typos and stuff. The only the only problem is any fault that is in this book just makes it that much more fun. So I Right. I have to give it five single curvy teeth. <laughs> on the on the on the behemoth angel, big old tooth like a fucking Easter bunny. Yeah, five little curvy tooths, so good. And I love I love that yeah, shot. Yeah, this, this of one was great. Lunging at Javi and oh man, oh. this this whole this whole thing since Focus showed up has just been so crazy and action and just a lot of fun. And Javi's just over his head and like in over his head and it's just yeah, it's been a hoot. It's been yeah. a hoedown. It's been great. It's been excellent. Well, you know what else is at a hoedown? What's that? Usually it's at a barn. Right, and when yeah. you think of barns, uh, you got like hay bales or, or straw, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, probably about a couple months ago, I was coming home on the bus uh, yeah. after having a few drinks after work. Uh, as you <laughs> And I saw on Instagram... That they had reached. Originally, I didn't buy them because I was like, I'm not going to buy them. I just bought the other spawn stuff. I was like, okay, I'm not going to buy them. I'm not going to buy them. And I kept thinking about it. And I saw on Instagram the official McFarlane account said, All the Batman, the Dark Knight wave is in stock again at Amazon. And I was like, oh, crap. Because I know that those, if I didn't buy them from Amazon new, they're going to be like 40 or 50 bucks each. I swear to God. Yeah, And the thing is, you had to get all four because they build a Bane. But a long way of saying, today, I've got all four in, but we're, for you, I'm saving them. I'm saving them for you guys. I've been, they've been sitting here taunting me. But today, I have the DC Multiverse 
Dark Knight trilogy Scarecrow that I'm going to open. Ah, nice. And he comes with, includes Bane's arms. So nice. Uh, that's kind of fun too. Did we mention that this was a Todd's Toy Talk? Oh yeah, that's right. It's time for Todd's Toy Talk. All right, so yeah, this Dark Knight, I love the Dark Knight trilogy. I, I even like Dark Knight Rises. It's like a great like James Bond type movie. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's the best Batman movie of all time, but yeah, my favorite of the trilogy is actually Batman Begins, so I'm super pumped to open this Scarecrow. Nice, um, nice. And that's, uh, I love Batman it, Begins because it's a little goofier. It's a little more like steampunk. Like Gotham's kind of a little more fictional looking, you know? Yeah, and that's the the Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy right? Scarecrow, who does appear yeah. in all three movies. In the second one, he arrests him at the beginning, and in the third one, he's playing like judge of yeah. the abandoned Arkham. Yeah. But this is the the version here is from the climax of Batman Begins, where he's riding on a horse. Ah, uh, as, as you do. Really nice classic DC multiverse package. It's a little bigger than normal because it has to fit Bane's arms in there as well. <laughs> um, but you got the really nice package. Uh. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bust it open here. So let me whip out my handy dandy knife. Whip it, whip it good. Whip dude. it out. Whip it good. All right, I'm gonna cut the corner here. Oh, I'm so excited. I've had these. I've had this guy for a bit. I liked Killing Murphy Scarecrow. He's great. Yeah, he, he was good. The, I actually watched Batman Begins with Wanda, and she was cracking up because it was like sand to the face. Anytime anything <laughs> happened, he'd be like sand to the face. <laughs> so he's he's basically Dale from a. Uh... From King of the Hill. Pocket sand. Yeah, exactly. Pocket, yeah, that's what it was. Pocket sand. That's what she was saying. That's what she was saying. I messed it up. She was like, pocket. Anytime he fights, he's like, pocket sand. I was cracking yeah. up. She, you were thinking of Frankie from, from The Goon. Knife to the eye. No. Okay, so we got it open here. So it's classic. DC Multiverse has a stand, and it has a trading card there. Um, I'm going to bust him open here. I'm going to cut these little guys. I left my pocket knife, so I'm gonna have to use a knife, unfortunately, but that's okay. We're cutting the little things that hold him in. Mm-hmm. Alright, I got those cut. Oh wow. Oh, cool. Ooh, he's got a nice feel to him. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Is he a, is he, is he ooh, a heavy? Oh, guy? he smells so good. Oh, nice. He smells like he smells like the sleepy hollow toys used to smell. Oh nice. That I had. Just like really nice, like stinky plastic. Oh man, so he's got He's got a business suit on. You can see, like, the business suit on underneath this. Uh-huh. But on top, he's wearing, like, a lab coat that's been just completely... No, it's a straight jacket. This has been completely ripped up. Nice, And it's nice. all nasty. And his, the straight jacket is, like, his sleeves. But it, it, it's, uh, he's got a noose around his neck. And it's the scarecrow that... Batman sees at one point and hallucinates because he's got uh, like worms coming out of his face. Because like nice. when he, one time when he pocket sands Batman, he he looks like he's got like worms coming out of his face. Yeah, I love and I love I love that at the end that Rachel just defeats him by like shooting with a taser. He's just like crane. <laughs> he's like no scarecrow, and then she just shoots him. <laughs> Man, I love that movie. I love Batman Begins. Yeah, it's um, a good one. It's a good one. He, so he's got he's got he's got a couple hands. Mm -hmm. He's got. He's got a fist hand and like a, a gesturing hand, or you can switch it out. 
for uh, gun hands. Mm. So you can switch them out for gun hands if you want. Unless those are Bane's hands. Are those Bane's? Well, no, I mean, no, no, the, they're his the, hands. I was going to say, the size difference between the two of them should be significant. So, <laughs> No, yeah, these are definitely for him. These are definitely, definitely for him. This is just the arms. So I can use that accessory pack because, as we know, DC doesn't let you have guns come with them. Mm-hmm. So, mm, whatever. So we got the accessory. Luckily, we have the accessory pack. Godfather knows what's up. No, this is great. Oh, he's awesome. This is a great nice. figure. Hell he's yeah. Got, like, his, his slick shoes on. Yeah, this is great. I can't wait to open them all. Can't wait to get the Dark Knight collection and get that Bane so I can do the Bane voice. It's going to be so much fun. Nice. Oh, and the detail behind the mask. Like, his eyes are sunken in. You can, like, see the detail on his eyes under the mask. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that was, that's one thing I've always liked about the McFarlane toys is, like, uh, like you could tell that they sculpt under things that, like, you'll never see. So, like, if there's... If like right, you like can the tell, suit goes up, and yeah. you will never see it, but it goes all the way up under this. Like you can't see the end of the suit, even though you can't even take this thing off. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always a nice little detail that shows that they're putting the work in. So, so I broke my vow of only buying Spawn toys. It's okay. I'm I'm happy with my purchase because I would have really regretted it because I really wanted these figures, and I, <laughs> um, I'm so glad that I got them. Yeah, well, and we are too, and we're glad that you're opening them here for us, Johnny. Yep, it wasn't really that ASMR-y, but here, here I'll have Scarecrow jump on the microphone a little bit. Boing, okay. boing, 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 <laughs> boing. <laughs> I'm hitting him against the microphone. Yeah. Oh, ah. All right, so that, that concludes Todd's Toy Talk for the day. Excellent. And almost concludes the episode for the day. Just yeah. a couple little bit of housekeeping. Yeah. So, so first off, let's go back. Uh, we, we dropped a pin earlier. Um, we need to yes, we dropped a pin. Up. Let's pick up that pin. Yeah, let's So do it. if you go back to Gunslinger17 with all the great Instagram accounts, uh, we decided to highlight it's at Caleb underscore Nefzen, N-E-F-Z-E-N, mm-hmm. uh, Caleb Nefzen. Yeah. Uh, uh, he is. Oh, and I was about to say, the cool thing is that this is probably the one item on this page that benefits most from that from seeing the non-pixelated image because the pixelated image just makes it look like it's a a 3D rendering but no it's an actual little mini figure that he printed out and then painted it's like that's an actual little statue it's it looks so great on his page so you should definitely need to go see this Caleb So Caleb's a sculptor Mhm uh, and he's a digital sculptor of statues and collectibles for companies and private commissions. Uh, so if he's got commissions open, you can maybe uh, get a get him to do one. Yeah, dude, that would um, be so cool. But he's got so many different characters. They all look amazing. The spawn is definitely a highlight. It's the um, undead spawn or the, what do we call him? The nude spawn? The uh, savage spawn. Well, I know, but we've tried to come up with a different oh, yeah, one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We thought that was racist. Um, yeah. It was, what was it? It was, so yeah, it's, it's spawned from 300, 301 after the fight uh, in Albania where he pulls together the railroads and sticks all the railroad ties through his, his arm to make his gauntlets, and he's got the M and the flag. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty, pretty great. It um, sure is. And he has a lot of other characters, too. Not just Spawn, Batman, Joker. Oh, there. He, oh, he's a handsome fellow as well. So, or maybe that's. Oh, this is a picture of someone else that bought his stuff. So, yeah, cool, excellent. 
So definitely give him a follow. Uh, give him a like on all that cool spawn stuff he did. Um, and also check out the other accounts on here. They've all got uh, pretty cool stuff. And definitely, like David said, the images are better on Instagram than they are in the issue. So yeah. while you're over on Instagram, checking out Caleb there, giving him a follow. Make sure to give us a follow. Uh, we are at Regarding Spawn Pot. Yes, we and are. And if you've been enjoying the music, uh, also be sure to follow our maestro of the macabre mm-hmm. at t.brian.voiler. Yes. He, he maestros it masterfully. Maestros it masterfully. If you follow us, we're always posting our toys. I'll be posting a picture of the scarecrow in Bane's arms uh, for this mm-hmm. issue, so you can see those if you want to look at Bane's cool arms. Yeah, look at those, <laughs> look at those, veiny, those veiny venom-filled biceps. Yeah, they're full of venom. Um, and also, if you want to send us an email, yeah. you could reach us at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. And today, I always like well, I always like to put out a question. And today, it'll be a little off topic, maybe. But I was just wondering, since I was talking about how much I love Batman Begins, what is your personal favorite of the Dark Knight trilogy, and why? Just curious uh, if you're a Dark Knighter, which is you know, kind of the the heavy hitter. If you like yeah. Batman Begins for a little more comic booky, or if you're into the Dark Knight Rises for its grand spectacle, because I feel like that one's just a grand spectacle. Yeah, it is. Um, so, which one's your favorite? And or if you like, if you got some of these uh, Spawn toys, uh, the the not Spawn toys, the McFarlane toys uh, Dark Knight series, uh, which mm-hmm. one is your favorite of the figures? So yeah. far, my only favorite figure is Scarecrow, because he's the only one I've opened. But maybe you've opened them all, and you can uh, let us know which ones you like. So, what are we doing next week? David? Oh man, next week. What are we doing next week? Next week. Um, can you believe it, Johnny? We're gonna read two more two more issues of Spawn. Um, Two more issues of Spawn or from Spawn's universe? Well, ah, very tricky, very tricky. Uh, from Spawn's universe, uh, we are going to read our classic next week is going to be Gunslinger number seven. And then our... That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's going to be a great one. Um, and then our contemporary one is going to be Scorched number 15. Ooh, so, cool. Yeah, so we got that Gunslinger awesome. 7, Scorched 15. It'll be it'll be a hell of a good time. Um, every time we get to talk about Gunslinger, we're happy. Every time we get to talk about Scorched, we're happy. Uh, and uh, Johnny, I, I think that just leads me to say, you know, may the Scorched be with you. And also with you, David. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah I mean, so... these, this figure is so detailed. I'm like reaching in to his pocket and there's... Ah! Oh God, there's sand in his pocket. Ah, shit. Fuck. I'm hallucinating. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you see I the growing wings? <laughs> Can you see the toy portal? Can you fly through it, Johnny? No, I'm growing wings and Amy's talking to me. Oh Amy. my goodness. Oh, this is so weird. Oh god. All right, David, I got to fly out of here. I'm really freaking out from this pocket sand from the scarecrow action figure. I got to okay. go. Right, go. Here go. we go. I'm flapping out of here.